the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Any disease. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is thanking outgoing Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen for her service. Nielsen has resigned, and the president has already named a successor. After months of enduring on-again, off-again criticism from President Trump, Secretary Nielsen is leaving the Department of Homeland Security. The president has long been unhappy with the increase of migrants coming across the southern U.S. border, which has put pressure on the Department of Homeland Security. On Twitter, Mr. Trump confirmed that Nielsen is out and that Kevin McAleenan, the commissioner of Customs and Border Protection will take over as the acting DHS secretary. Greg Clugston, Washington. Calling the president's taxes old news, acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says Democrat demands for release of Mr. Trump's personal taxes are nothing more than political theater. Wall Street, the Dow down 159. This is SRN News. True or false, you can grow closer to your spouse through disagreements. It's true. And on May 17th, Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley are coming to the Twin Cities to show us how it's possible. Wellness 1570 is supporting the power of healthy conflict, an evening of practical strategies to achieve greater intimacy in your marriage. Tickets are only $25 per couple. So reserve your seats today at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com slash marriage. If you're new to Wellness 1570, welcome. If you're not new, well, why don't you invite a friend? Great thing is, nowadays, you don't even have to live in the Twin Cities to listen to the great health and wellness content that we have because we're on TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Even easier, download the Wellness 1570 mobile app from your device's app store and tune in anytime you'd like, anywhere. Podcasts are also available. Check that forecast now from the Eagle Wellness Studios today. Partly cloudy skies and a high around 67. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. Imagine your increase in sales with your web at the top of search engines getting first crack at millions of potential customers. We know how to make that happen. We're Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest ideas that could dramatically grow your profits. Getting your website at the top of search engines is a process that takes unusual expertise. Our team can help you achieve. In fact, we can put all your digital marketing under one roof give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. 
Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to approach the subject of curious or confused. You know, these are really confusing times. Now, I started looking at those two words, curious and confused, and they're very, 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 very similar if you think about it. And so today I want to talk about the difference between the two because as a leader, we need to know about both of these words because we want people around us to be curious. We want them to know how they can do better. We want them to desire how they can be a better part of the team, uh, how they can help the company meet the mission or, or how they can be a part of the bigger picture. But yet there's so much confusion out there. Uh, and if you think about both words, confusion and curiosity, you know, it's just interesting because there's a lot of slim similarities there. And I truly believe that confusion used the proper way uh, can be one of the greatest ways to learning. Because if people use it properly, confusion can be a state of learning. But confusion can also shut people down. And so used properly, I think confusion is curiosity, but there's a big difference. They're similar, but there's a big difference. And so what I want to share with you is uh, something from The Elephant's Child, uh, a book by Rudyard Kipling. It says, I keep six honest serving men. They taught me all I knew. Their names are what and why and when and how and where and who. I send them over land and sea I send them east and west, but after they have worked for me, I give them all a rest. I let them rest from nine till five, for I am busy then, as well as breakfast, lunch, and tea, for they are hungry men. But different folk have different views. I know a person small. She keeps ten million serving men who get no rest at all. She sends them abroad on her own affairs, from the second she opens her eyes, one million hows, two million wares, and seven million whys. You know, ladies and gentlemen, such a great question. We These times that we live in, confusing. I mean, think about it, uh, this Me Too movement. You know, how I, I, I'm still confused as a man how this Me Too movement uh, meshes with the Kendall, you know, what is it, Jenner? Kendall Jenner and Free the Nipple movement. How does the Me Too movement um, correspond with uh, Madonna and Beyonce uh, to where they shake their butts around half naked and uh, sexually exploit themselves out there to, for their music? How does that work with the Me Too movement where we're not supposed to look at women as sexual objects and yet uh, if you turn on MTV and watch any music videos, that's all you see, whether you're talking about hip-hop or whatever, is that women as sexual objects. So, you know, there's a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of confusion about men, men not being important anymore. Uh, and if you're a white man, not to be involved. And this is a political, this is cultural. Our family lives in this. Don't you see the confusion out there? People don't know how to act. They don't know how to respond. And if we're a leader, our job is to inspire people, to lead people. And I'm going to say we, we should lead people a curiosity, a desire to want more, a desire to grow more. But there's so much confusion out there. And why does that matter? Because of how we're made. We are made in a unique way. 
And we are natural born procrastinators. You got to get this. We are natural born procrastinators. When I was younger, uh, I was a single dad for for many years. I basically raised my daughter Faith on my own and, and, and did Christian majority on my own, although I had a little bit of help along the way. And uh, I was always on the go. And so we were getting ready to run out the door, and I got Faith ready, and I'm ready, and uh, uh, Christian has no shoes on. And so I'd go, Christian, where are your shoes at? And parents, what do you think he'd say to me? Right. He'd say, I don't know. And then knowing what I know about the, the brain, I would just reframe the question. And I would say, well, if you did know, where would they be? And then he'd say, by my bed. And I'd say, great, go get them. And he'd say, okay. See, what Christian was saying is what a lot of us say. Listen, uh, I'd rather not deal with it. I'd rather you deal with it. You know, in, in this radio show is inspiration, education, application. And I got a friend of mine who uh, wanted to be on my board of directors and all that, but doesn't want me to talk about politics, doesn't want me to do this. Well, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't want me to talk about God either. Uh, but I can't deny my Lord. And so some of you get turned off by that. But, you know, when I open my mouth and I talk for a long period of time, Scripture is going to come out of me. Why? Because I put a lot of Scripture into me, right? You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When you squeeze somebody, the only thing that comes out of them is what's in them. And so I'm not going to talk about politics. I don't talk about politics on this show, but I do talk about culture. Culture is a series of repeated events, a series of repeated events, uh, things that become normal, become acceptable. And there's a lot of confusion out there. You know, we're supposed to live in a country where we have freedom uh, to express our views, and we have a voting system where we can vote for whoever we want. And one of the great things about America is the transition of power. We always transition power. Uh, Even during the debates, if you remember, uh, one candidate asked the other candidate, hey, would you honor the results of the election even if they don't turn out the way you want? And this other candidate, male candidate, wouldn't answer. He said, I don't know. And there was an uproar, uproar. And now that candidate actually won and the other candidate lost, and yet the other candidate will not accept or her people who voted for her will accept the outcome of the election. That's just confusing to people. I thought elections have consequences. I thought that we have a, a normal transition. I thought that we're all supposed to accept the outcome of the election. But if it didn't turn out how a group of people wanted, the louder, more vicious, more, as to use their words, quote, nasty ones want, then um, everything changes. Don't you see how things can be confusing? And why does it matter? Because leaders, leadership is a loop. It's permission, it's example, it's culture. See, we give people permission through our actions. See, by me acting the way I act, it gives people who follow me the same permission. Unless we live in a home like I grew up in. I grew up in a home where I was told, you do as I say, not as I do. A home of hypocrites. And let's be honest, we're all hypocrites to a degree. And my goal in life is to be a little bit less of a hypocrite today than I was yesterday. A little bit less of a hypocrite tomorrow than I am today. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're not going to talk about politics, but we are going to talk about curious or confused because there's a lot of confused people out there. We got a lot of people that are condoning their own hatred while condemning everybody else's. Now we got a big part of the country in this resistance where where they hate the haters. And their hate condones them burning down houses, attacking people in public places at dinner, destroying them, punching them if they wear a hat they don't like. Uh, calling them less than human beings, dehumanizing them because they voted differently. And yet we're supposed to love each other. We're supposed to honor our neighbor. Don't you see how things are very confusing today? And so confused is an adjective. It's unable to think clearly or understand. It's disoriented. It's chaotic. It's jumbled. It's muddled. It's making no sense. It's illogical. To perplex or bewilder. To make unclear or indistinct to fail to distinguish between, associate by mistake. But curious is a little bit different. It's inquisitive. It's tending to ask questions, investigate or explore, kind of like what I'm doing right now. It's unusual. It's odd. It's out of the ordinary. It's bizarre. It's eager to learn or know. It's inquisitive. It's prying, meddlesome. It's arousing or exciting speculation, interest or attention 
through being inexplicable or highly unusual. Don't you get why some of you listen to my radio show? Because I'm a little bit curious, aren't I? (laughs) So today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be honest. We're going to be honest. And we're posing the question, curious or confused? Because I'll tell you what, if you look at the country that we live in, in America, I'm just talking about America, and the way of international listeners, man, it's confusing out there. But I want us to get curious about being better. So my name is Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. I was thinking recently on how much I dislike buying or selling a car or making any large purchases. No matter what happens, I end up thinking I got the short end of the deal. I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you are just the same as me. I'd like to let you know that if you have us in your home, we will not pressure you into anything. We will tell you what we see as your options, but we do not want you to do something that will give you buyer's remorse. Philippians 2 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call today at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, we're approaching a a difficult situation. I'm calling the show Curious or Confused. Because, you know, um, there's a lot of confusion out there. People don't know who they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to act. And so, you know, we're, we get real on this show. Some of you might not like that. You don't have to listen. But, you know, it, it needs to be addressed because, you know, there's the Jesus said that the, the truth will set you free. Uh, but I think it was Charles Garfield, James Garfield, said at first it's going to make you miserable. And you got to realize that we're, we're all teachers. We're all teaching people through our actions. We're all teaching people through our words, whether we're a manager or a leader, whether we stay at home. You know, because leadership is a loop. It's like flexing your pecs, it's permission, it's example, uh, it's culture. You know, uh, we give people permission through our actions of how we're supposed to act. And yet so many times we're, we're a bunch of hypocrites. So we got a, we got a country full of hypocrites. we got people preaching one thing and then doing another. That's why it's so confusing. If you watch the news, it, it's really, really confusing. 
you have half this group of the country out there in this thing called resistance, where they're hating, where if you didn't vote the way they did, uh, they hate you. You're less than human. You're deplorable. You're despicable. You have no right to live. You have no right to have a job. You have no right to eat in public in peace. And, man, some of you good people are out there as part of that thing. What are you doing? It's so confusing. We, we use hate as a reason to hate people. So because some guy, you think he's a real, real hateful person, you're going to hate. And to quote one of the speakers of the resistance, we're going to get nasty. We're going to get nasty. Boy, every time I hear that word nasty. You know, I used to believe that women were the greater of the two sexes. They were, they were, they were the better of the two. Uh, they were congenial. They were uh, polite. Uh, they were respectful. Uh, and now women get to be just as disgusting, just as perverted, just as gross, uh, to quote uh, uh, your, the, the leader of the resistance, just as nasty as men can be. When did that change that, uh, that we're not supposed to be like other people? When did it change that if someone's mean to us, we're supposed to be kind? Uh, when did it change that even though we keep the law, those that don't keep the law are punished for it? But when did it be okay to break the law because other people break the law? When did it be okay to abuse people because we have been abused? You know, we talk about the drama triangle. You know, the drama triangle, if you don't remember the drama triangle, it's part of transactional analysis. Uh, I think it's Claude Steiner was the one. It's an upside-down triangle. There's the victim on the bottom, and there's the persecutor on the left, and there's a rescuer on the right. And we, we want to help the, anybody that's a victim. I hate to see anybody being abused, taken advantage of. I don't care what their skin color is. I don't care if they're an animal. I, cannot, I, don't, I think one of the worst qualities in life is a human being who treats an animal poorly. Because that animal can't defend itself. It's a, it's a character flaw. It's abusing those that can't take it themselves. Yeah, it might be an animal. But that animal is no different than a child. It's just a creature that cannot defend itself. And I believe that we're supposed to be helping those that can't take care of themselves. We're supposed to be helping. And because of that thing that we're talking about, confusion, we want to help people. But the problem is there's some people that stay in that role of victim, that they never want help, that they only equate their life having value by people paying attention to them. And sometimes the only way people pay attention to you is if your life is falling apart. I mean, think about this. Who are the kids that get most of the attention in school? They're the bad kids. I mean, maybe the top of the line, maybe the top 1% school valedictorian, people like that, maybe they get attention. But those people doing A work that aren't stand out, that aren't causing problems, that aren't superstars, they're doing a good job, they're doing good work, they're, they're responsible. Most people don't know who they are. But boy, the victim, the one that's acting up, why does that matter? Because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. And that's why some of us leaders are creating confusion. Because we're rewarding negative behaviors. I mean, I don't care what you think about the Republican or Democrat, but let's just be honest. This whole Judge Kavanaugh thing. You know, he's been up for a nomination six different times, six different background checks. It's been going on now for two months that uh, uh, he was nominated to the Supreme Court. The other side, because he's, he's not pro-abortion, uh, doesn't like them because abortion is a law of land. If you don't believe in abortion today, then women don't like you, I guess. I guess the number one right for a woman is to abort that child inside of them. That's the most important thing today. And half of those women are Christians, believers. It's just stunning. I heard Chelsea Clinton say, well, I can't believe we, uh, if we get this guy in office, we'll go back to the pre, pre, uh, pre uh, what is it, Roe v. Wade days. And how unchristian. She said it would be unchristian for people to not have abortions. It's stunning. Don't you see the confusion out there? And so if good people don't speak up, if people don't remove some of that confusion, now it's, it's okay to be curious. We should be curious. We should be wanting to learn. But you see, that's what I'm talking about with that, that uh, um, drama triangle. We should want to help people that are struggling. We should want to help. I think we're called to, to help those. We're, we're called to serve the underprivileged, the unserved. That's a good thing. But where the confusion comes in is because on the drama triangle, we enter the drama triangle from different points, but they're all entered through the concept of the victim. And only one of the part is victim. The other side is the persecutor. Don't you see it? 
because we go from one to the other. So those of us that have victimized, if we don't process it and deal with it in a healthy way, we the, then we keep our pound of flesh and we want to uh, keep a record of wrong. And now we persecute and that's what's going on. Now this guy, Kavanaugh, from 40 years ago, has to defend himself what he did in high school, potentially did. Maybe he didn't do it. I'm not saying he did do it. And, wow, I mean, he's been up for two months. There's been a lot going on. And he, this, this people could have brought this up a long time ago. Diane Feinstein had this letter three months ago. But now we're going to do this, and if we don't support it, don't agree with it, then we hate women. Then we don't – I mean, it's. do you see how it's confusing? And it's intentional because the victim then becomes the persecutor where now we attack. Or the victim there, because they know what it's like to struggle, they rescue. And rescue sounds like a good thing. This is why you got to know what words mean. But in the drama triangle, the word rescue has to do with doing for somebody else what they can do for themselves. It's kind of like, let's say if you saw a bird want to hatch out of an egg. And you saw that bird was struggling, was really struggling. And so you know if you touch that egg, that it would you'd put its smell on it, your smell on it, and then the mother would never touch it. So you put on gloves and you get some tweezers. You do double layers to make sure that that your skin, your smell never gets on that egg. And so you use those put those tweezers and you slowly pull off the shell of that egg, right, to let the bird out. What did you do to that bird? If you don't know. You just made it someone's lunch, breakfast, or dinner, depending on what time of day you did the scenario I just created. Because you see, that bird, that bird gets its strength in its wings by breaking out of the shell. And so many just want to run to rescue somebody else that they never learn to grow. I mean, do for them what they can do for themselves. Because, because we feel bad for them. Because maybe we've done something bad. Maybe we've had something bad done to us. I'm not saying these are all evil intentions. I truly believe that most people have good intentions. I really do. But they're confused. That's, don't you see how the topic ties into this? They're confused. And why are they confused? Because there's no good examples. Remember, leadership is a loop. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. We give people permission through our actions. That's why in the legal system, they call it precedent. They call it precedent. And some of you need to realize, we are setting a terrible precedent. But if we can not like who was elected and then spend the next four years wanting to undo the election, want to destroy that person, want to destroy anybody that's voted for that person, want to punch them in the face if they wear a hat for the opposing team, want to burn down their house if you disagree with them politically. Don't you see the precedent that's set in? So what happens next time when a Democrat gets elected? So the precedent set. So now the other side, the losing side, now does everything they can to destroy that person in office. Does everything they can to attack, belittle, besmirch everybody that's on the opposing side. Don't you see? Forget politics. Forget who you voted for. What are our kids seeing? What is the confusion? There should be this curiosity in our kids to want to know more, to want to learn more. Why, Daddy? Why, Daddy, did all those people that rally do that? Well, because they voted for somebody else, and they didn't like the outcome, so now they're voicing their opinion. That's okay. But we, when, when we got to dehumanize people and attack them, this Brett Kavanaugh, this guy now, I don't know him. But from all accounts, is this decent guy has two daughters. He's a wife. He has all these women around him that he's elevated and poured into. And now he's being called the worst things alive. This is no different than Judge Bork. There's actually a term now. He's being borked. Kavanaugh's being borked. How about Clarence Thomas? Here's a black man who can, is at the height of, of society that should be revered. But because he thinks differently than the group think, He's attacked and called all kinds of terrible names. When the Black History Museum opened up not too long ago, do you realize that they opened that Black History Museum without not a single thing about Clarence Thomas in it? Why? Because of his conservative views. Because he believes in God. Because he believes in the sanctity of life that a child in a womb should be protected. That he believes what the Bible says about relationships to men and women. That 
that's weird because that used to be the standard for our country. It used to be we we take an oath of office on the Bible. We we go to court and put our hand on the Bible. And now today, if you believe in the Bible, you're a hypocrite. You're a bigot. You're hateful. You're closed-minded. This is a tough conversation, ladies and gentlemen. But we need to have it because it's good to be curious. We want people to be curious. But we're confusing people. And as a leader, Dan, I'm going to ask you, are you living your life in such a way that people are curious and want to be like you? Or are you making them confused where they don't know who they are, why they're here, or what they're supposed to be doing? We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today we are diving deep. Today we are being a little bit uncomfortable. And ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to be uncomfortable. used to be days in the world when we used to have deep conversations, real conversations. There's a book out there called Crucial Conversations. I remember uh, um, a long time ago, probably 25 years ago, I was uh, um, uh, worked for this company where I was just learning this training, and there was a group of couples uh, that me and my first wife, Kim, uh, hung out with, uh, and they were passing out this book called Crucial Conversations, and they were so big on it, so big on it, and, you know, I'm a pretty open guy, and uh, my marriage was struggling a little bit. I'm open with my struggles. I don't need to be anybody's God. I got one, and I'm not him, and so... Uh, I remember they were passing out this book, which, by the way, I never read. I, I passed it out to people, and I've talked about it. I've scanned it. But uh, I'll never forget, uh, within a year, I just won't forget this, within a year of that diet, all three of those groups, two of them were divorced, and one was going through a divorce. Absolutely. 
Now, my wife and I, Kim and I, got divorced eventually, but it was ironic because all these people talk about these crucial conversations, and we used to have deep conversations, but we don't have conversation more because if you disagree with someone or if you agree on the other side, then you're going to be destroyed. Actually, only one side does this. Uh, I'm more of a conservative. Uh, You know, I, 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 I voted different than some of you out there. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm a deplorable. I get it. I'm an uneducated white person. I get it. But we used to talk about this stuff, you know, where we can use logic and reason and and talk to each other. Now we destroy each other, and that's what I'm saying. You know, with the kids, that we got to start getting curious. It's one thing to be curious, but it's not okay to be confused because confusion is shutting people down. We're natural born procrastinators, and today I'm really bringing up that question. You know, confusion. Or curious. And, you know, I was looking at this, uh, what was it, this story about writing. And it talks about, you know, one of the rules is you never want to confuse the reader. And this was a book, uh, this was an article about rewrite, reward, or rework. But it's like I liked it because it, it addressed curiosity versus confusion. And it, this was from uh, Rebecca Luella Miller blog. And it says, these two points are, in, are these two points in opposition? She's talking about confusion uh, and curious as they appear to be. And she says, I don't think so. She says, I think there's a huge difference between being confused and being curious. The best story piques a reader's interest. I don't think that will happen successfully if the writer gives too much information. Neither do I think will it happen if a reader is confused. Maybe one way to look at the topic is to consider what causes confusion. And there's talk about writing here. First writers muddle readers with conflicting facts or details. Don't you hear it? And that's kind of what some of the things I've talked about early on that some of you felt so uncomfortable with. And by the way, it's okay to be uncomfortable. You know where we grow? Outside of our comfort zone. Our comfort zones are stale and stagnant. We don't grow. That was the whole point of sending people to the university in the old days. A university was about considering all different ideas, all different aspects. So someone get educated in lots of different ways to think. And then let them make their own choices. But today, there's only one way to think. I always say that there's only one drug that's illegal on a college campus today, and that's testosterone. Because men are evil, uh, and, uh, and all men are evil. That's just stuff. And all white people do this. I mean, if I was to say all black people did this, or all women did this, I would be called a sexist, misogynist. But if I say all white people do this, I'm cool with that. All men are do this, that's okay. If I attack a Muslim or I attack a, you know, something like that, then I'm, I'm a terrible, hateful guy. But the world is okay with attacking Christians, calling Christians hateful, bitter. Don't you see how people can be confused? What makes people confused? Well, the, in writing, it talks about uh, first writers muddle readers with conflicting facts or details. You don't see the confliction of facts and details in the, in the world we live in. It says right here, if the heroine of a, of, a, of a book is afraid of heights, then she shouldn't volunteer to scale a ladder to retrieve the ball. Confusion also results from improper motivation. When the reader isn't given enough information to understand why a character is acting as he is. Third, readers can be confused when the writer does not ground the story in concrete. In other words, in facts. And even though this article comes from uh, about writing... It is so true. We want to create a, a curiousness, an inquisitiveness. We want people to learn. That's why we have universe, supposed to have universities so people can go out there and learn different ideas. And now if you don't have group think, if you don't think like everybody else, then they shut you down. Come on, people. We're better than this. It's time to step up. See, here's the difference, confusion and, and uh, a curiosity. Think about this. Let me just map out how your brain works. Remember, your brain is six times faster than we can talk. So something gets your attention. Whatever it is, there's a stimulus. You know, in the study of transactional analysis, there's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. The mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so what happens is something gets our attention. There's a stimulus. Someone says something or does something. And then we automatically go to our three channels. We see something internally. We say something or remember something internally someone said to us, or we feel something internally. And by the way, a lot of this is based on our past. And then based on that, we respond. 
But you got to get this. Something happens, it gets our attention, and then we have a feeling, we have a saying, we have whatever it is. That feeling is a narrative, an explanation. And what the difference between confusion and curiosity is, what is the narrative? What is the explanation? That's what the difference is. The difference is not in the per- it's how that person who's on the receiving end, how do they explain it to themselves? What is the narrative? Because it truly is the narrative. It's what we do in between, the space in between stimulus and response. That is the key. That's why in the study of transactional analysis, I, lo- I like to go to logotherapy and Dr. Viktor Frankl. Because he says between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. And in that space, if you're curious, you're going to be open to take a look at other ideas. You know, I'm a diehard born-again Christian. But I love to study the Quran. I love to study the Quran Because the Quran tells us so much. I want to be able to talk to everybody. I don't want to discount anybody. I love to talk to my Jewish friends, and honestly, and I love my Jewish brothers and sisters. Uh, our my faith is a continuation of theirs, but it's a lot easier for me to talk to my Muslim brothers and sisters than it is my Jewish brothers and sisters. I'm not hating anybody. I'm loving them all. Love is a verb. For God so loved the world, He did something about it. See, I'm not confused, and part of the reason why I'm not confused, but I am curious, is because I know those existential questions. Those existential questions, who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it make one bit that you were given the gift of life? See, when you know those exponential questions, I'm sorry, those exponential, those existential questions, then things aren't so confusing. You got to know this. It's like the story of the blind man and the elephant, right? You got to know the story, right? In a distant village a long time ago, there lived six blind men. One day the villager announced, hey, there's an el- the elephant in the village today. Well, they had never seen or felt an elephant before and so decided, even though he would not be able to see it, let us go and feel it anyways. And thus they went down to the village to touch and feel the elephant to learn what the animal was like and they described it as follows because they couldn't see. One said, hey, the elephant is a pillar, said the first man who touched his leg. Oh, no, it's like a rope, argued the second after touching the tail. Oh, no, it's like a thick branch of a tree, the third man spouted after touching the trunk. It's like a big hand fan, said the fourth man, filling the ear. It's like a huge wall, sounded the fifth man who groped the belly. It's like a solid pipe, said the sixth man with the tusk in his hand. See, they were confused. But they were curious. It was curiosity that brought them to test it, to sample it. But then each one got stuck in their own point of view. See, they all fell into a heated argument as to who was right in describing the big beast, all sticking to their own perception. A wide sage happened to hear the argument, stopped and asked, what's the matter? They said, we cannot agree to what the elephant is like. The wise man then calmly said, each one of you is correct and each one of you is wrong. Because each one of you had only touched a part of the elephant's body. Thus, you only have a partial view of the animal. If you put your partial views together, you will get an idea of what an elephant looks like. And think about that. That's kind of where we're at in life. And is this confusion that causes people to do things that they're not proud of. I mean, how about I got this article from National Catholic Register. I'm not a Catholic. The Pillars of Unbelief by Karl Marx. Just as we have pillars of Christian faith, the saints, so are there individuals who have become pillars of unbelief. Peter Kreeft discusses six modern thinkers with enormous impact on everyday life and with great harm to the Christian mind. Machiavelli, inventor of the new morality. Kant, subjectivizer of truth. Nietzsche, self-proclaimed antichrist. Freud, founder of the sexual revolution. Marx, false Moses for the masses. And Seder, apostle of the absurdity. And I think of Karl Marx. You know, Karl Marx was grown up in, I think, in a Jewish family. He was a Jew. His family was. But then he became a born-again Christian at six years old. And because of what he went through in his life, the hypocrisy, the pain, that when he finally met, uh, what was it, Hegel, I think it was? I think it was Hegel. And he wound up writing the Communist Manifesto. 
Uh, the manifesto was one of the key moments in history, published in 1848, the year revolution throughout Europe. It's like the Bible, essentially a philosophy of history, past and future. All past history is reduced to class struggle between oppressor and oppressed, master and slave, whether king versus people, priest versus parishioner, guild master versus apprentice, or even husband versus wife and parent versus child. Don't you hear? That's the world we're in right now. We're pitting man against woman with the Me Too movement, black against white with the racist movement, and it, people are confused. Republican versus Democrat, the resistance versus those who chose to vote properly and elect Trump. We're better than this, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to take our confusion and turn it into curiosity. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own online trading academy, Investing for Success, and the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Please, if you miss any of this radio show, make sure you go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this archive message uh, in a couple months' worth. Also, you can uh, subscribe now on iTunes to Like It Matters Radio. Just go to iTunes, and every day my radio show will show up in your basket as a podcast forum. We are in two local markets, terrestrial markets. We're in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. We play every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and we replay from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're so blessed to be part of the Praise 95.1 FM, 1260 a.m. in St. Louis, every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Love being a part of that network. Uh, And please, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. And today we are talking about curious or confused. You know, confusion can be a state of learning. 
or it, confusion can be a state of being stuck, a state of procrastination. It's kind of like the six blind men and the elephant. And I want to share with you a poem about that by John Godfrey Sachs. It says, It was six men of Indistan to learning much inclined who went to see the elephant, though all of them were blind, that each by observation might satisfy his mind. The first approached the elephant and happening to fall against his broad and sturdy side at once began to bawl. God bless me, but the elephant is nothing but a wall. The second filling of the tusk cried, Ho! What have we here? So very round and smooth and sharp? To me, tis mighty clear. This wonder of an elephant is very like a spear. The third approached the animal and happening to take the squirming trunk within his hand, I see, quoth he, the elephant is very like a snake. The fourth reached out his eager hand and felt about the knee. What most this wondrous beast is like is mighty plain, quoth he. Tis clear enough the elephant is very like a tree. The fifth, who chanced to touch the ear, said, Even the blindest man can tell what this resembles most. Deny the fact who can. This marvel of an elephant is very much like a fan. The sixth, so soon, no sooner had begun about the beast to grope than seizing on the swinging tail that felt within his scope. I see, quoth he, the elephant is very like a rope. And so these men of Indistan disputed loud and long, each in his own opinion, exceeding stiff and strong, though each was partly in the right and all were in the wrong. So oft in theological wars the disputants, I ween, tread on utter ignorance of what each other mean, and prate about the elephant not one of them has seen. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get this. We are all teachers. We're all instructors. You know, leadership's about a model. It's permission, it's example, and it's culture. What permission are you giving people through your actions? What example are you giving people through how you show up? And what culture are you creating for other things to blossom? Because there's way too much confusion out there. Way too much confusion. We are communicators. We are communicating not just through our words, they're only 7%, but also through our actions, through those things we do, and those things we don't do. It reminds me of a story about deletions, distortions, and generalizations. You know, as I say all the time, we're all teachers. We're communicators. And it's our job to communicate clearly and to help the next generation, those that choose to follow us, understand what life is like so they're not confused. We want to live our life in a way that there's a curiosity to be more like us, not a confusion of who they're supposed to be. And so the story is about a superintendent. He gave a message to his assistant, the superintendent, about something that was about to take place. And this is what the superintendent told the assistant superintendent. Next Thursday at 10.30 a.m., Haley's Comet will appear over this area. This is an event that occurs only once every 75 years. Call the school principals and have them assemble the teachers and classes on the athletic field and explain this phenomenon to them. If it rains, cancel the day's activities and have the classes meet in the auditorium to see a film about the comet. Now, that's what the assistant superintendent was supposed to tell the principals. But here's how it came out to the principals from the assistant superintendent. By order of the superintendent of schools, next Thursday at 10.30 a.m., Haley's Comet will appear over your athletic field. If it rains, cancel the day's classes and report to the auditorium with your teachers and students where you'll be shown films, a phenomenal event that occurs only once every 75 years. Well, now the school principals have this information, and they were supposed to pass that information along to their teachers. So here is what the teachers were told. By the order of the phenomenal superintendent of schools, at 10.30 a.m. next Thursday, Haley's Comet will appear in the auditorium. In case of rain on the athletic field, the superintendent will give another order, something that occurs only once every 75 years. Well, the teachers are now supposed to pass that message along to the students. And here's what the students heard from the teachers. Next Thursday at 10.30 a.m., the superintendent of schools will appear in our auditorium with Haley's Comet, something that occurs every 75 years. 
If it rains, the superintendent of schools will cancel the comet and have us all meet on a phenomenal athletic field. And so now the students hearing this message went back home to relay that message to their parents. And this is what the message the parents received was. When it rains next Thursday at 10.30 a.m. over the school athletic field, the phenomenal 75-year-old superintendent of schools will cancel all classes, an event which occurs every 75 years, and will appear before the whole school in the auditorium, accompanied by Bill Haley and the Comets. Do you see why people can get confused? See, when we misstate a message, when we don't have a clear vision, and we don't communicate that vision, then it's like message in a bottle. You know that, message in a bottle, message in a bottle. See, we're all leaders, and we got to ask ourselves constantly, what message are we sending? And is the message we're sending, is it creating a curiosity that people want to know more, people want to move in that direction? Or is it creating confusion? And you're just stirring up the anger, the bitterness, the resentment, reinforcing a message that a lot of people have that they don't matter, that they're not good enough, they're not enough. Some people get tired of not being enough, not being good enough, not being tall enough, not being wealthy enough, not being uh, brown enough, not being uh, politically correct enough, not being dot, dot, dot. And you got to get this, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of us is a leader. I don't care what you do for a living, if you have a job at all, we are leaders, the example I used to give is for a while I had, was a single parent. And uh, I would go out with my kids, Faith and Christian, and we'd be at a dinner or somewhere else, and I'd seek other kids acting up. And I'd get Faith and Christian's attention. I'd point at those kids. I'd say, if you ever act like that, and Faith would cut me off. It was so uncomfortable. She didn't even want me to finish the words. See, I use those kids as an example of what they should never be like. And I've also been out in situations where I've seen uh, uh, people responding in a great way. I see a, a man loving on his bride of 20, 30, 40, 50 years. I, I hear about these events with these traumatic experiences where there's an active shooter or a traumatic experience and people are noble and, and men put their lives before other people and, and people honor God. And, and when I see that, I go, man, that's how I want to act. Man, that's how I want to treat my bride. Hey, that's how I want to be. That's why I follow the risen Christ. Because he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He said, listen, I gave, the way I live my life, I give you permission to do the same. The way I died, I give you permission to do the same. He gave us permission. He gave us an example. Remember, I am the way. Don't you hear it? I am the example. That's what he's saying. A picture's worth a thousand words. The average human being speaks at 120 to 150 words per minute. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know I can get to 180. One picture is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. See, we give people permission through our actions. The example we set, we don't want to be hypocrites. And so today, when we talk about confused or curious, we got to take a look at ourselves. What message are you sending to people? Are you giving a clarity? And here's the reason why it's hard for some people to give a clarity. They haven't asked those existential questions. You know, those existential questions are questions that stir us in everything we do. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? Why did the God of the universe bring life, breathe life into you? Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? And so what we want to do is we want to create a curiosity in people. We want to live our life in such a way that people are stirred up. They're curious. They say, something's different about you. I don't know what it is, but I want to get to know you. I want to get on that path that you're on. And if you want that, go to likeitmatters.net and let Mr. Black help you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. 
It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.